0: Welcome to Dodgers Daily. I'm Casey Porter. I'm so glad you've decided to tune in. It is finally time for Dodgers baseball. Tonight, 6.37 p.m. inside Dodgers Stadium. Game 1 of the National League Divisional Series between the Dodgers and the Padres. But before we dive into it too much, just a reminder, if you like this video, go ahead and click that like button, leave a comment, tell all your friends about Dodgers Daily, and share this video so we can keep growing at Dodgers Daily and keep providing you content like this In the future. Okay, it's finally here. Game one, National League Divisional Series. It is Julio Urias for the Dodgers versus Mike Clevenger of the Padres. We're going to break down that matchup. Mike Clevenger had. Tommy John surgery two years ago did not pitch last year in 2021. So this year, 2022, was the first time he ever faced the Dodgers, and he went 0-2 this year. Julio Urias, he pitched three times. Against, well, he pitched four times against the Padres this year, went 3-0, had a 1.50 ERA against San Diego. So, again, it's Mike Clevenger, it's Julio Urias, and in this episode, we are going to break down this matchup. So, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it and let's talk National League Divisional Series, the Dodgers versus the Padres. Mike list is listed as having six pitches, and like most modern day pitchers in the era of analytics, he throws his four seam. The most of any pitch he also does have a two seam but his four seam averages 93 to 94 and it has a very good spin rate so he's able to carry the bottom of the zone with it and then ride the top of the zone with it. That two-seam that you're seeing here is very good because it rides in on the hands. Look at that. Get in on the hands of Justin Turner. So it gives him that right turn, if you will, with uh, you know that, that arm side run to it and gets in on the hands of right-handers. So he's going to pair his four-seam with that two-seam, and he's going to back that up with a slider that takes a left turn. So after giving that right turn to hitters that we saw there with that arm side tail, Then he's going to throw that slider that we're going to get to next pitch. That gives a left turn. Come home. Between his two-seam and four-seam, his fastballs have a hard hit rate of almost 50%, so you're going to see his slider, this pitch right here, quite a bit. This slider sits 79 to 80. It's not as hard as a lot of guys throw their slider nowadays. and It has a great spin rate, and it has the best spin rate of any pitch in its arsenal, so he gets tight spin on it, and it's his second hardest pitch to hit and to make hard contact on. And because of that, he understandably throws this slider. It's his favorite pitch, his second favorite pitch, to throw I should say as he throws it 21% of the time and like I said it gives him that left turn off of that two seam that gives the right turn and then the riding fastball that gives the rising effect so you've seen the rising effect you've seen the tailing effect with the right turn now you've seen the left turn of the slider so there are the three shapes so far that he throws the most to challenge hitters with and so let's now move on to his next secondary pitch which will be his change up and then his cutter He does not throw his changeup a whole lot, but when he does, it gets a lot of swing and miss. As a matter of fact, his changeup has created the most amount of swings and misses in 2022 of any pitch that he has. And it's a good change of pace off his fastball 86. So his fastball is 93, 94, 95. Then his slider is 80. Then he kind of comes in the middle of that with a changeup at 86, so he's able to change speeds with multiple pitches and keep hitters off balance. So his changeup right there uh, is a pitch that he doesn't throw a whole lot, but when he does, he's very strategic with it because it has, again, created the most amount of swings and misses for him this year in 2022. His curveball is very tantalizing because it's thrown at just 76 miles an hour. That one was 75, as you see on your screen. It's almost too slow to be effective as it has a hard hit rate this year of close to 40%, and the whiff rate on its curveball is just 14%. So I don't think the Dodgers need to look for the curveball tonight. I don't think Clevenger will feature it much more than one, maybe two, three times. I think he's mainly going to be a four-seam, two-seam slider guy. But when he does throw his curveball, it's very tantalizing. So we've seen the speeds, 93 to 95 on his fastballs, 86 on the changeup, 79 to 80 on the slider. And now you're looking at 75, 76 his curveball, so you're seeing how mike clevenger can change speeds and what the dodgers are up against tonight clevenger has a cutter that's a little harder pitch than his slider at 86 so that's a little bit harder of a pitch that breaks and takes that left turn but he only throws it about 14 percent of the time but he is strategic when he throws the pitch as his cutter has given him his second highest whip rate and third lowest hard hit percentage of any pitch in its arsenal, so I do think you're going to see a handful of cutters tonight from a game plan perspective. The Dodgers, like we've talked about, they're going to sit on his four seam. They're going to try to make that two seam uh, ride out of the zone and try not to swing at it if they don't have to and make Clevenger prove that he can throw all of his secondaries, including his... Best secondary pitch is slider for a strike. So sit on the four seam. make Clevenger throw strikes with everything else. I think that's what you're going to see from the Dodgers tonight from a game plan perspective. So there you have it. There is Mike Clevenger. There's what he brings and what the Dodgers are up against tonight in game one of the National League Divisional Series. So now let's move on. Let's talk about Julio Urias and let's break him down. Julio Urias that you're seeing here throws his four seam fastball almost half the time and his best secondary pitch is listed as his curveball but honestly as you're going to see in this video look at that it's more of a slurve. it's kind of halfway in between a curveball so it's a hybrid in between a curveball and a slider in my opinion so I call it a slurve. he throws that pitch about 33 percent of the time he also features a changeup that he sprinkles in uh, less than about 20 percent of the time about one out of every five pitches Then he throws a very, very, very occasional two-seam sinker that he'll throw maybe once, maybe twice a game. Urias will sit 93 miles an hour. He can touch as high as 96 with some adrenaline with his four-seam. So when he drops his 80-mile-an-hour curveball, that slurve that I'm talking about that we've already seen, Right there, that slurve. When he drops that at 80 miles an hour, it really keeps hitters off balance. His changeup sits at 86, so like Clevenger, he's able to change speeds. With his changeup, is harder than his slider. At 86, just like Clevenger, so he's able to change speeds with three different pitches. He goes from 93, 94, 95 down to 86 with his changeup, down to 80 with his slurve. So his. Uh, His changeup is anywhere from seven to 10 miles an hour off of his fastball, which like we're talking about, really allows him to pull the string and change speeds. But he only throws his changeup for a strike 31% of the time. So the cat and mouse game is, can the Padres identify that changeup and lay off of it force Julio Urias to throw strikes. Can they lay off that back foot slider for the right-handers where he likes to sweep that thing? It looks like it's going to be a strike that sweeps out of the zone. It entices swing and miss from right-handers as they're swinging at a pitch that ends up not in the strike zone. You know, So he throws a changeup for a strike 31% of the time as compared to his curveball, which lands in the zone close to 60% of the time. So that's what makes his what I'm calling a slur so effective is you say, well, it breaks out of the zone quite a bit, and it does, but... If you don't swing at it, right here, as we see, it's a taken strike. He's able to throw that pitch for a strike 60% of the time. There's another one. So you can't just say, hey, we're going to sit on the four seam and hit that and take all of his secondary. Because if you do, you're going to be down in the strike zone and or you're going to be taking strike three, like we've already seen in this video. That's what makes Julio Urias, there's another slurve, as I'm calling it, for a strike. He's able to be a very, very, very good strike thrower. With two different pitches, his four seam (laughs) fastball and his what I'm calling a slurve. He throws for strikes very well, which is, you know, as from the left side, there is another called strike for Julio Urias from the left side that makes it very, very difficult and why he's been so good in his career and certainly this year in 2022. So he definitely has better command with his slurve, as I'm calling it, than he does his changeup, which is why he throws his slurve a lot more. Then he does his changeup. He's going to try to get some swing and miss. And he's going to try to get the Padres to chase his changeup when he throws it because he does not throw it for a strike quite as much as it were not nearly as much as he does his slurve. So there you have it. Julio Urias really he relies on that four seam and that slurve right there. He throws them for strikes. A very good strike throw with both pitches. Then he'll sprinkle in an occasional change up and like i said he is he has had success this year against the padres in 2022 if i can scroll back up here i can tell you exactly how he's been again uh, he is 3-0 here this year in 2022 against the padres he's posted an era this year of 1.50 and he is also six one lifetime against san diego with an era of 2.19 and 15 appearances against the padres so you know when he takes the mound, he's going to have a good visual he's going to feel good because he's had success against the padres but like we said uh, we've said many times when it comes to the postseason none of that matters you got to do it tonight and it is a five game series and it starts tonight 6:37 inside dodger stadium for game one of the national league divisional series so there you have it there is your breakdown between mike clevenger of the padres and julio urias of the dodgers you might be asking now well what do you think The keys to the game are, and I think I've already talked about it, But I think with Clevenger, if he's able to ride that two-seam in on the hands of the Dodgers and keep it in the zone, because as that ball rides in on the hands, I don't think the Dodgers are going to want to be aggressive with that pitch, especially early on. If he's able to land that for a strike and keep that two-seam in the zone, I think it'll be tough on the Dodgers. I think from a Dodgers perspective, they're really going to try to jump on that four-seam that's a little straighter at the top of the zone. So, you know, anytime you use the top of the zone with that four-seam, it does get a lot of swing and miss because it straightens out. It gives the appearance of rising. It's very difficult to hit at the top of zone, but we do know when it does get hit, it has a chance to go out of the yard. So I think the cat and mouse game is do the Dodgers lay off the, the, the two seam, then hit the four seam, lay off the slider, and then when they do, does Clevenger throw that pitch for a strike like Julio Urias does? And You know, if he does, are they able to hit it because it's his slider is very good. So I think if he throws his slider and his two seam for a strike tonight, you know, and at any kind of consistent basis, I think it's gonna be tough on the Dodgers because he's very good when he does that. If he does not, the Dodgers will be able to sit on that four seam fastball and clevenger will have trouble at that point so that's the cat and mouse game that's the keys to the game from as far as from clevenger versus the dodgers keys for julio urias they are like they always are you know he i call him the the one run man because it just seems like every time he goes out he gives up you know he goes six innings and gives up that one run every game it seems like he does that every time he goes out but the keys for him we've already talked about it you know land the 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 4 scene fastball and then that slurve pitch for a strike as he's done most of this year if he's landing both of those pitches for a strike he is going to force the padres to have to hit their way on he does not walk a lot of people when he's when he does that and you know he's going to force the padres to string a lot of hits together just to score one run because that slur pitch You know, it's almost impossible to hit for a home run. So the Padres would have to then, you know, get a hit and then a double and string three, four, five hits together just to score one or two runs. That makes it very difficult. That's why he only gives up, you know, on on average, or it seems like typically one run a game because teams can't string hits together and he does not give up free baseball. So if he lands his two pitches, his fastball, his four-seam fastball, and his slurve. It will keep the Padres' offense down. So there's your keys to Julio Urias versus the Padres, Mike Clevenger versus the Dodgers. I hope you enjoyed it. And, hey, tomorrow we're going to have another breakdown of the pitching matchup for game two of the National League Divisional Series. We're going to talk all about game one. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about all the highlights, everything that happened. And we're going to break it all down. So make sure, make plans to tune in to Dodgers Daily for tomorrow as well. And I'm so glad that you tuned in today. So there you have it. There's the breakdown of game one of the National League Divisional Series. I'm glad that you have tuned in, and I hope that you tune in tomorrow. I also hope that you visit DodgersDaily.net, or you visit DodgersDaily on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. And I also hope that you go to your podcast streaming service of your choice, and you become a subscriber to our Dodgers Daily podcast. Hey, as always, if you like this video, just a reminder, go ahead and click that like button, leave a comment, tell all your friends about Dodgers Daily, and share this video so we can keep growing at Dodgers Daily, and keep providing you content like this in the future. As always, thanks for tuning in and go Dodgers.